welcome back to another episode of People's Stories. I'm your host Priyanka Ota. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have fun listening to the session as well as probably get to know something more about this particular profession. So, yet again, thank you so much for joining. Stay tuned and have fun. Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to a very, very new episode of People's Stories and this time we have one of my college seniors. Her name is Ashiva Mahajan and she is working as a um, assistant director in the income tax division and currently working as an IRS officer. Ashiva, I'm extremely excited to have you. Thank you so much for joining. Hi. Hi everyone. Thank you so much Priyanka and it's a wonderful opportunity that you've given me. So, uh, anything and everything uh, you want to know, I'm here for you today. So, yeah. Thank you so much, Ashima. So, um, okay, let's let's start with where are you based out of right now? Uh, I'm uh, I belong to Agra, and uh, I'm presently posted also in my hometown, Agra. So, I did my schooling from Agra itself. It was in class ten. Uh, when I was studying uh, in the school, that I got an opportunity to meet the then DM of Agra. Uh, you know, when I went to uh, meet Sir that time, uh, the aura of that designation and uh, you know the kind of uh, uh, the kind of uh, personality and the surroundings and. It was it was completely uh, one uh, one moment of my life that uh, just left an impact on me. Mm-hmm. And uh, somewhere down the line, I thought that uh, this is what I want from my life. And then, as and when life moved on, and uh, uh, when I got the opportunities, uh, I took them. And I was not aware that I'm going into the same direction uh, to achieve. Uh, this goal, but it happened. There was there was this uh, you know decision making point in class twelve when uh, people uh, choose like where what to what to do next. So uh, I had uh, I was a science student and uh, I knew that I wanted to uh, go for engineering. So I uh, I was preparing for uh, all the competitive exams as well. And uh, like IIT, AIT, I did a very few exams along with my class 12. And uh, fortunately, I scored a good, uh, good, a good score in class 12 and uh, landed up in Galgotia, uh, from where we know each other. <laughs> and uh, then, uh, then there was uh, this thing like now which streamed to Oxford in Galgotia. So keeping in mind that I want to do civil services and civil services had uh, this uh, uh, this thing of uh, taking an optional subject, and so that is why I uh, I opted for electrical engineering. And then last semester, uh, fourth year of my college, uh, it just struck me that uh, let's begin the preparation for civil services examination. So uh, that time I wasn't aware of the pattern of the exam. I wasn't aware of the syllabus or anything like that. I just began. I wanted to figure out the process in that year itself. They put the papers and then I came back and uh, I knew that I would be figuring out in the list 
obviously, but then it, it just made me happy somewhere. It just made me a little satisfied. I don't know why. I went back to the college. I gave my semester exams. I was pleased with emphasis and Accenture. I took Accenture. And uh, then uh, I got the station as Mumbai. And uh, then again, there was a decision-making time that uh, should I go for job or should I start prepare, uh, preparing? So uh, academically, I was tired. I mean, like uh, tired in the sense I wanted an exposure. I wanted to uh, have an exposure of the corporate life. I wanted to take a break. And uh, therefore, I went to Mumbai and I joined Accenture. And it was a very different experience. So when I entered Mumbai, it was a completely different life. Because, uh, the work culture was very different. The people were very different. You learn a lot from uh, the environment, the people and uh, from your work itself. So living in Mumbai for a year, after, uh, I lived there for around 17-18 months. And after those 17-18 months, I decided to uh, to leave Accenture and uh, start my preparation. Let me stop you, Ashava, for a second. I just want to ask a question. This is like coming to my mind. So when you were when you were working at Accenture in Mumbai, you were you yourself you yourself said that you were quite settled there, and uh, you would have spoken to people around you, right? What should you do, and uh, should you should you stop working here and go ahead with preparation, or should you? What did people say? What were what were the suggestions that you generally got? See, I came for a break uh, in August, uh, not in August. Uh, I came in July to my tech place in uh, Agra, mm-hmm. and uh, that time I just gave it a thought that if not now, then when? Because mm-hmm. the promotions are tempting. Once you get it, then another year, then another year, then another year, then you mm-hmm. are uh, the salary also hikes. So you have a lot of perks also coming along and then uh, you know there's there's again you, you are getting into a comfort zone mm. so for getting into that comfort zone I wanted to unsettle myself and um, so my mother was uh, was the one who pushed me that time like you will go back and just, if you want to do it then you just go back and you can exit and come so I, I, I went with that kind of mind frame from the from my home itself mm-hmm. that no, the, uh, like a month more maybe, and uh, then I'll leave. I just wanted to listen to myself at that point of time, and mm. uh, it was difficult raising it, but I selected a day and uh, a time, and I raised it. So, uh, so it was. I mean, <laughs> the way I I listen to your story, it's more like this was like a burning thing inside you that you have to try for that. I mean, nothing could kind of stop you. Yes. It was just a flow. I mean, like, it was nothing that, you know, came out of blue. Mm. And I left it. I left it. And I came to Delhi. And uh, then another, you know, life began. Another sort of struggles began. That time, I was like, now what's optional to think? I knew that I can't go with electrical. Because it is a very typical and a very difficult subject to deal with first. So, and when I was going for administrative services examination. So I thought, why not taking uh, taking up public administration? So mm-hmm. I just went for it. And I gave, it, uh, gave my exam in the August of that year, uh, of uh, 2014. And I failed miserably in that exam. I mean, I, I was prepared for it, but I failed it. I did not clear the first leg of the exam. That time I decided that I'll go back to my hometown, Agra, and I prepared. Please, you know, um, Delhi has uh, 
it's opportunity cost also so and uh, the whole year i again did all the hard work i again that again that cycle again went through and, and uh, that same year i could not clear the exam again and i could not clear the first step again i could not clear the prelims again so prelims basically was becoming like a nightmare to me so you sacrifice a lot for this exam uh, you do not show up in the social gatherings because people question that what are you doing and uh, where are you right now it's a, it's a lot more social pressure and uh, especially for girls or females it's even more because uh, you know there's a preconceived norm in the society that a female has to settle down in the early years and uh, she should get married at a ripe age yeah. so there's a lot that you go through once you're not clearing the exam also so you do not have anything on your plate to justify yourself also yeah so it was it was a difficult time when you see uh, at the same time your friends are progressing they are having a great life they are having settled careers they are having settled, some are having settled lives uh, family lives also and you are you are nowhere you, you are not nowhere progressing you are nowhere moving forward mm-hmm. you are you are just still somewhere so and, um, uh, ashima again let me stop you here and let me just yes. uh, let me just th- talk about that particular day when your result came for the third um time okay. and when you saw your result um, of course you decided to do it again but how was that journey you know that uh, i mean, i don't know how much time you took to decide that you want to do it again this time when i was not here in 2015 i wanted to give up it used to eat me up which is to i used to have i used to have sleepless nights at times but then i decided okay it's not let's just give one more try one mm-hmm. more last try i decided and i told my father that time i very clearly remember in december of 2015 that i wanted to open a study circle in agra you know a study circle where a similar mind could come together and prepare you and know, this is the time, time when you were you were not you were not um, enrolled in a coaching center you were studying on your own no 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 i was i was self studying in agra mm-hmm. and uh, doing that all alone all alone myself i wanted you know to have some like minded people along with me and who can you know motivate you who can push you who yeah. can uh, who can have this who you can have discussions i got this one girl who wanted to give these competitive examination exams and she wanted my guidance so she said that i want to come to your home and you can tutor me and uh, you can give me some of the time and i also said okay hmm. so she used to come to my home and i used to teach her for 2 to 3 hours in the morning my concepts became much clearer and uh, my confidence came a notch high so i was learning i was i was you know basically unwiring that exam myself only with my experiences with my failures so uh, at the third attempt that last attempt that i have given technically my fourth attempt um so i was very confident uh, before the night of the exam and uh, and i don't know it was just giving it just the, the morning of that exam i was listening to this uh, song on a repeat and uh, i went with a lot of confidence and uh, uh, this time when i came home I, uh, unlike the past two attempts i never used to see my answers i never used to match my answers so my mom was like no this time you just sit you just check your answers with uh, the answers that have come out and i was i was getting through 
like i knew that i'll get through mm-hmm. and it was such a moment uh, it was such a relieving moment i cannot i cannot tell you and uh, i gave these examen on this 7th of august 2016 and my result for prelims came on 16 september 2016 and i got a call from one of my friends that prelims result is out i said i can't see the link so he said go the the result is out i can tell you uh, i said uh, no wait this wait this don't this don't last for years first but then i can't see the link he said that he was from south he was from the south so he said i can see right clearly so i said okay then like you cleared and uh, my mom was uh, my mom my mom was sitting in the mandir uh, in, in in my house and uh, she was in her prayers and I, i was like i was shouting on top of my voice mamma mamma cleared the exam i've i've got through and i was dancing like mad people and matlab <laughs> because it was it was it was like you know the the first gate is not opening the first door is only not opening then how do you mm. get to so that moment was one <laughs> one hell of a moment and uh, again uh, there was three months time between uh, preliminary exam preliminary exam and main exam mm. so i went to delhi for that and i went to delhi i took a room and i chose again myself into that room and uh, i started giving mocks and i started giving tests Uh, and I never used to, um, I never used to score. I called my mom up that day. I remember when I got this score. I told her, "If I'm getting such kind of score, I don't know how I'll be able to write the exam in just another two months." Hmm. So she was like, uh, "She's like, don't worry. She, she, she is one person whom I can, you know, open up everything. I can just uh, put my heart out to her, and she's the one who will give me, uh, you know, she's like a mirror." So. Hmm. She just give me what it is. Mm. She say that you must have written it that way. That is why you got you <laughs> after preparing for two months, you will be at another level. So you will mm. get get that score accordingly. So I kept working for it. I kept working for it. There were lows. There were equal moments where there were highs also. And how so, old were you, Ashima, at that time? If I may. I was uh, I was I was twenty. Seven uh, when I was writing in two thousand and sixteen attempt. Hmm. And nobody yeah. was asking you. I, to... I left my yeah. This I told you my cousins. My cousins who were younger than me, they were getting married. They were settling in life. There were a lot of pressure from home. Or uh, there was a lot of pressure on my parents to get me married. And because you know I was not able to clear the exam. So yeah. When the prelims happened, so my parents had something to say. You know. Yeah, yeah. My, But was my that pressure? And, Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. So, was that pressure come like your parents would have heard a lot of things from a lot of people, but was yes. that coming to you as well? Like, were no, they? No, it was not. Yeah, no, okay. No, no. Mm-hmm. Whatever I am today is just because of them. It is mm. because of their good deeds and because of their prayers and because they supported me. They supported me all throughout my life. At that point mm. of time, even deciding to go ahead with a third, with a fourth attempt, uh, I think that itself it takes so much courage and. And this this time also, you do not know whether you will clear it or not. Yes, it's all I about clear it or not. It is all it is all a gamble. It is again very difficult to clear also in one go. So, uh, means how many papers? Just say there are uh, around nine papers, and they are uh, they are in a span of four days. So mm-hmm. in one day, you write two papers, three three hours each, and uh, they it was in December. It was very cold. And my exam center was again somewhere on the outskirts of Delhi. So 
you know, to uh, save up the travel time and to save up the nursery, my mom and I took a room somewhere near the exam center. Mm-hmm. So for me, there, and I used to study 24-7, and uh, that's how we wrote exams, both of us. Like, I'm so grateful, I'm so grateful for having uh, them as my parents. And uh, at that point of time, uh, my mom was like, uh, you'll get through. I know you'll get through. I said, uh, I think I will. So, yes, it, this is another thing. Like, once you, you are never really prepared. Mm. Like, you know, you can never say that I'm prepared. I'm fully mm. prepared. You'll, if you not write the test papers, you'll never get this. Mm. So, basically, many people who make mistakes while writing this exam is that they never do test. Because tests are a phobia. They are a phobia always. So, last mm. attempt, I had solved around 100 test papers. I, and those were the test papers, those 100 test papers were the test papers which had given me that confidence that if I'll be able to do it. And again, I received a call from the same friend who had uh, declared my prelim results to me, <laughs> disclosed my prelim results. He called me up and he said, result is out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, and he did not wait for me to say anything else. He said, you, you, you are through. And I couldn't believe those words again because uh, it was like, it was a second uh, door opening. So I uh, I had given a lot of mock interviews and finally there was this D-Day and as soon as I entered my heart rate was on the next level <laughs> and uh, I sat before them they kept on asking me. My interview went around for 25 minutes 20 to, 25 to 30 minutes at mm-hmm. and uh, when I came after out of the interview my parents were standing mm-hmm. and somewhere I was happy. I was again happy the, um, I'll, figure, I'll figure in the list this time. I knew mm. that I'll figure in the list that time. But when the results came out, that was 31st uh, of May 2017. Mm. And uh, that whole day, I was just lying down. I was just lying down. It was it was like I was feeling nausea. I was feeling the, all sorts of things. It was, it was, it was just like the... Um, it was a very, very big day again. And uh, at the, at, in the evening at 7 o'clock, the results were at 287. And uh, that time, that for a, uh, for a moment of moment of before an hour, uh, it took a while for me to sink in that feeling that uh, one, that I've got through. Second, that I've got through, but uh, what what I wanted is not what I have got. Mm. And third, everybody around me are very happy, but I'm not getting that feeling. I don't know why. I think like I walked through your journey, like you've explained everything <laughs> in so detail. Um, it's uh, it's. Uh, I mean, I know a lot of people, for example. So it is in your case you were kind of uh, of course you you've earned it in the sense that you've put a lot of hard work but there are so many people who put so much of hard work into it and at the end imagine about those people who clear prelims and mains and then they do not clear interview for example yes yes and, and i was like what i was living with those people there were so many friends of mine who were clearing prelims but who were not clearing mains who were hmm. clearing mains who were not getting to uh, interviews, interviews. Hmm. There were so many people I knew, uh, and and then you know there's a feeling of uh, this thing like you feel special, you feel you feel like uh, you've achieved something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
extraordinary and mm. it depends, a lot of that depends on your hard work as well as your stars i yeah, of course of course it's, it's as they say it's like 99% i think it's your hard work but 1% is definitely destiny i mean it has to take you there this one thing which which we see a lot this time where people are asked to you know kind of have self respect and self worth and those kind of things and then like when you when you ta- start taking stand for yourself when you start taking that space when you start doing things your way and then there are yes. people saying okay she's too adamant or she's too um arrogant you know does those kind of thing happen to you as well definitely definitely it happens why why i'm saying this because this is a part of that initial struggle you know where you so uh, where you begin your journey and then you land up and then you do not know how to uh, you know cope up with the staff and cope up with the bosses and etc hmm. so once you stand for yourself you always come out to be arrogant or maybe she's a little rigid i am that sort of a person who uh, who takes everybody along um, who takes everybody along uh, hmm. like you know uh, Uh, even for my staff i give them i give them that independence and liberty to work to put in their heads and obviously there's there's this warning also that uh, everything is being watched hmm. so it's a perfect balance basically you need to uh, you need to be a little strong you need to be a little strong conceptually hmm. uh, why, why i'm saying because once you're good with your work nobody can you know yeah say nobody can yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know, and secondly your behavior should be uh, should be a little forthcoming you should not come across as a person who uh, who is like who is literally who is literally arrogant are there people who you have to kind of prove yourself to even now for example no, in your family your in-laws no no i have already proved myself and uh, when uh, my both my families uh, love me a lot they respect me a lot they respect my work a lot and you know when um, so my husband is in police services and uh, the this side of family uh, knows the challenges that mm. both we are facing we both are facing professionally and personally so they know they are very well aware and therefore they respect my space they respect my decisions they respect my timings everything so mm. once you once you are in that kind of a uh, job environment i think um, people take time but people understand yeah so, i think it's very important to have understanding families like half of your problems are already sorted if you I have solved <laughs> solve if you have understanding families and the, i think nowadays nowadays things are changing nowadays things are evolving the thinking the thought process are evolving they are the society is becoming more accepted they are becoming more uh uh like uh, more understanding and uh, so basically i think uh, times are changing yeah. and uh, it's not that difficult to make people understand uh, so one one last message that you want to um yeah that you have learned throughout till now from your own life that you want people to know see i what basically what i have learned throughout is that uh, you know um um whatever will happen to you eventually is for your good the best only comes to you and if it is not coming to you at that point of time that that means that it is not the end so, and of course from your from your journey one thing that i can just add to it is keep faith and keep moving of course your hard work has to be there <laughs> people give up 
people give up and then they say that we did not uh, realize there is one point in life where definitely you need to give up to come out of that cycle which is making you uh, stagnant mm. but uh, there there are also times when you give up at the wrong time so uh, when you asked me that uh, uh, like jab uh, itna pressure tha every everything was going against uh, we were not able to clear then then also you uh, were kind of stuck onto this is because you know um, i always used to feel that i want to do something extraordinary in life i wanted to achieve i wanted to stand by you know my uh, my dreams um female especially female they do not want to give it up on their own maybe it's because of the society maybe it's because of the additional pressures from the home or maybe because it's circumstantial mm-hmm. but female have a very very um uh, higher uh, will power so uh, one thing they should never question themselves and second thing they should never give up and third thing they should never you know underestimate themselves females easily underestimate themselves these days that okay and they compromise hmm. compromise i would i would rather use the word adjust do hmm. there big difference on compromise and adjusting hmm. so you basically adjust yourself at times when it is required but never compromise on something i totally agree <laughs> i i cannot agree more actually <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Asha. But it was it was such a I'm such a wonderful glad. talk. I'm glad that I found out uh, time and I could uh, have this wonderful session with you. And it just came back. Uh, every memory came back uh, to me today. <laughs> It's so far so pumped up right now. <laughs> and so, at the same time, so thank you, thank you so much. Thank you, Asha. Bye.